Good morning and welcome to another episode of the Surreal Media Marketing Podcast from downtown Cleveland, Ohio. It is Friday morning, October 19th, 2018, and we are ready to go with another episode. Quick note before we get started on our topic today. When I was starting this podcast, I literally sat down with one of those notepads and I wrote down a list of things that our clients had called us about, questions they frequently asked, uh, and I and I just kind of jotted them down in a way that I knew I wanted to have a podcast on each one and discuss it to help offer advice, tips, tricks, things like that. And when I did that, I didn't really put it in any type of order. And so I just realized yesterday when we were doing our show and electronically signing documents that we kind of had three boring topics in a row that really weren't marketing related, so to speak. Things that you guys needed to know, absolutely, that help you evolve and move into the digital age technology-wise but really weren't marketing related. We did using human resources software, using electronic clock in and clock out software. And then of course yesterday, as I already talked about, electronically signing documents. So uh, getting on to another you know, marketing topic today, hopefully that won't happen where we do that back to back to back again. Uh, but we'll kind of see where we go going forward and let, that, uh, let the topics be evolved by you guys as well. So today we're gonna talk about hosting your website somewhere fast and reliable. And this is a really pervasive problem for me and for many people, especially small business owners, in this industry of website design. And the reason is, is because it's so cheap. And many business owners, including myself, want to save money and cut costs wherever we can because we have our own ideas of where to then redirect those funds elsewhere. So we look at sites like GoDaddy, for example, who have $5 or $10 a month shared hosting plans, and we wonder, what is the real difference? Well, today I'm going to explain the real difference to you because we had a client of a huge company that owns probably 15 different properties across the United States call me and ask me what the difference was months ago. And it, it just kind of struck me then that, you know, this is a no-brainer to me, but for those of us who aren't tech geeks, marketing geeks all day looking at this stuff, it really isn't clear. So let's go ahead and dive right in here and, and try to explain it to you guys a little bit better. First things first is we are going to pick on GoDaddy today, but GoDaddy is by no means a bad company. Uh, it is by no means a company that we're not recommending. Um, we don't personally deal with them here at Insider Perks. I just don't have a preference for them. But there are many companies out there that offer this type of cheap shared hosting. Uh, and it's just an entry-level product that's intended, I think, long-term to get you guys to upgrade, but many people never do. So when you're looking at this cheap hosting, and I would say that Anything I qualify as cheap is less than $50 a month. And I know that sounds crazy to those of you who are spending 5 or $10, but hear me out. When you deal with cheap hosting, what you're basically signing up for is a shared hosting plan. And the best way I can explain this is to think of a library computer. When you go to a library and you sit down in front of it, you're the only user. When you're done whatever you leave on the computer stays there if you don't clean it out and the next person can access that same computer with the same information and every tool that you had access to. If the library is doing its job, then they're only allowing people on those computers who have library cards who have presented IDs or proof that they live in the area and uh, obtained a library card that somehow identifies them as a legitimate person. If they are not doing their job well, 
then they're basically allowing anyone off the street to walk in and start using that computer. So this is the difference we're going to use as our model to explain the various three different big levels of web hosting. At the bottom you have shared hosting. In the middle you have VPS or virtual private server hosting. And then at the top you have dedicated hosting of which there are several different kinds. So shared hosting is basically like the library computer not checking IDs, not having people sign up for library cards and just coming in and using it whenever they want to a certain extent. I mean you still have to have a registered account. You still have to pay your X number of dollars a day but they're basically shoving 400 sometimes more people on the same server and you're all hosting your website there. You're all running email addresses from there. Uh, all the traffic for your website is going to this single tiny computer uh, and it's not tiny but you know what I mean. Single one computer and everything that everyone else does on that box affects you and everything you do on that box affects everyone else. Uh, so if you are a spammer who's setting up a spam website or a bot or sending out spam email addresses, you're doing so in most cases from the same IP address as everyone else on that box. Which means if you're flagged for spam or if someone blocks your emails because of spam or flags your website because of spam, uh, the same IP address is being used for hundreds of other people and they're all in some way, shape, or form, no matter how small, going to be impacted by your decision to do that. And so that in itself is the biggest danger for small businesses. You need to have something that is uniquely yours and so you can be responsible for your own reputation on the internet. And so the question you have to ask yourself is, is it worth, yeah, $45 in some cases can be a lot of money, depending on the size of your business, but is it worth that extra $45 a month savings to have the reputation of my business, to have the deliverability of my emails, potentially be impacted by someone who does not have the best interests of the internet community as a whole uh, in mind. And that's not even going into the, well, what if somebody gets a virus or what if somebody has malware on their website or whatever else. So really, honestly, stay away from shared hosting. So the next step up is VPS or virtual private server. And this is still a shared hosting environment but it is a much more limited in most cases. And again, it depends on the price. I would say a good starting point for you to kind of measure this stuff is greater than $50 a month in cost. And so most reliable VPS companies, and GoDaddy is one of those, will stick you on a VPS server that is kind of like the library computer, except in this case, they are only allowing people with library cards who they checked IDs for, they verified their identities, and there's, you know, maybe somewhere between 15 and 100 people on the server that are not only paying more, so it weeds out the people who are wanting to make a quick buck spamming, but also um, willing to, to commit and, and build something out that's of higher quality. So you have a less chance of being impacted by those bad hat actors on VPS for most people, for most businesses. A quality VPS is the way that you want to go for your for your business. As you scale up, you know, assuming you ever get to the point where you have millions of website visitors to an e-commerce type destination, then you want to obviously move to dedicated so you can have more power and more security and more reliability. But for most small business owners, VPS shared hosting 
is the way to go. And you need to make sure that you're talking to whoever does your website design and make sure that they are disclosing to you, allowing you to know, sharing with you where they're hosting your website at because many business owners don't ask this question and really don't know. And you may be opened up to these types of things without even knowing it because there are a lot of marketers, quote unquote, out there or a lot of website design people, quote unquote, out there who don't know what they're doing with hosting. They can design a good website, but overall they don't know really anything else about it. So um, make sure you're holding people accountable who work for you. And then the last level of up there is is dedicated hosting as we talked about, and this is basically just your computer at home. You're the only one who uses it. You know exactly what's on it, exactly what's happening. You can install whatever software you want. You can run antivirus. You know, you can segment it, you can add more security features, you can do whatever the heck you want to it. And so um, there's there's just different types of that, like a dedicated physical box or even dedicated cloud instances, which is kind of what we use for our clients who host uh, our websites or their websites with us. We actually host directly on Google Cloud with a, an instance set up where, you know, it's completely and totally private. Of course, it's on the same server because it's in the cloud, but it's it's 100% private, 100% dedicated resources. And there's really nothing faster that you can get than Google out there, right? Uh, at least not yet. So that's kind of what we do for our clients. And hopefully I've, you know, taken the opportunity to educate you guys a little bit on the differences of hosting levels. Hopefully you're willing to spend a little bit more to make sure that your website is safe, that it's secure, that your email is running well if it is running on the same um, box. And if you have any questions, feel free to email me. I'm more than happy to answer them. Brian at CertalMedia.com. Really appreciate you guys joining us, giving me your attention, and we will see you again tomorrow.